Greetings. Welcome to Kingdom Concepts. It's a blessing to have you in the studio with me today. I'm Dr. Joshua Bolger, and I've been looking forward to this moment with you. We've been talking about being overcomers, amen, and conquering the spirit of fear. Fear has been running around so rampant this last year, and I know that God's designed for you and I to live by faith, not by fear, amen? God wants you to have victory. God wants you to rest in knowing that everything that you face in this life He's already faced it before you, amen? And he's brought victory, a victory that you and I get to share in and enjoy, not just in some battles, but in every battle. I'm telling you, your life, amen, faces challenges, but it's a fixed fight, amen? When you've allowed Jesus Christ to be the Lord of your life, it doesn't matter what comes against you. God is with you. He's already secured the victory, amen? We just need to rest in knowing in what he's done and we need to operate in that place, amen, by growing and maintaining our faith, amen, trusting in what God said. Again, the spirit of fear, amen, I've never seen it running around so evident like I've been seeing in this last year, especially with this pandemic. So many people, sinners and saints, are, have been so afraid, amen, afraid to move around, afraid to be around people, afraid to serve God, afraid to go to church, afraid to do everything and anything, you know, and I'm telling you, fear will paralyze your faith, amen, fear will put a God that can do the impossible in an impossible position in what he can do for you if you don't have faith, and so it's, imp it's important for us, amen, to understand, amen, that there are measures of faith, amen, that you can operate in. And Jesus Christ, amen, he wants you to walk in full victory. He wants your faith level to be high because the Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please him because the person that comes to God must believe in who he is and what he has done and what he's capable of doing, amen? We're not of those that draw back, amen? We're of those that move forward, possessing the promises and being rewarded, amen, for doing what God told us to do. And I want to just begin, amen, by taking you to the Word of God. So I want you to grab your Bible, grab a pen, some paper, amen. You want to take some notes today, amen, so you can go back to these things, amen, and just continue to saturate your spirit, amen, to where being an overcomer is so deep inside of you to where you refuse to fear, amen, and you refuse to back away, amen. You want to be that believer that's moving forward because God is going to reward your faith and God's going to reward your faithfulness. This is the year of the overcomer, amen? How do you want your life to be this year? What's the dream that's in your heart? What are the things that you want to accomplish? Because I'm here to tell you there's nothing that can keep you from possessing what God has authored for your life, amen? And God wants people to see, amen, that he's a good God. And the way that he reveals that is by showing people how good he's been to you, amen? And so I want us to just jump right in, amen? And let's just grab this uh, revelation by the horns, amen? And let's ride this thing for everything we can get from it. I want you to come out on the other side of this full of faith, amen, and fear underneath your feet, amen? So if you will, turn to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 in your Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Now, this is one of the first scriptures I taught my daughter, amen? When we had one child, man, it's the first scripture that I taught her. 
And this is what it says, 2 Timothy 1.7. It says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Amen? God's given us calmness and a well-balanced mind. Notice he says, I'm not giving you the spirit of fear. Now, we know where fear comes from, amen? In our last episode, we spent some time over in Genesis chapter 3 discussing, amen, when the spirit of fear showed up. It was when Adam and Eve were in the garden and they disobeyed God by eating from the tree that the Lord told them not to. The Bible says that they feared the Lord, that they hid themselves when the Lord was crying out to them, where are you? Where's my worshiper? And they said, Lord, we hid ourselves because we were afraid of you. It was the first negative emotion recorded in the Bible, the spirit of fear, causing the creation to fear the creator. And there's still people today Amen, that pull back from God because of fear. Let me tell you something. Fear does not have a place in the life of a believer. Amen, because God has proven his love to us. And we know that God's love is greater than our mistakes. Amen. And when you get a revelation of the love of God, the Bible says that perfect love, which is God's love, it casts out all fear. Amen. Perfect love will always keep you in a position to where fear has no place in you. Amen. But fear is given opportunity when people don't trust in the Lord and what the Lord has told them. And I want to just show you something because it's important for us to understand that God doesn't give fear and God will not use fear to try to get you to do things. Amen. What God says he's given us is power. Amen. Write this down. He said, I'm not giving you the spirit of fear. He said, but I've given you power. Amen. That word power is the Greek word dunamis, amen? It's where we get the word dynamite from. It means mighty power. God says, I've given you power. And we know that that power is without limit, power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, amen, over all the works of the devil, power to overcome everything that comes against your life, amen? We have this great power that's been made available to us, the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God that you read about in Isaiah 10, 27, amen? The anointing of Almighty God that destroys every yoke and removes every burden. He says, I've given you that power, amen? And then he says right here that he's also given us love, amen? How many of you know love never fails? Because God is love and God never fails, amen? So he's given us love, Amen, the power of love. Amen, the security of love. He's given us this love, amen, to where we can face everything that happens in this world, amen, and our hearts won't change. Our hearts will be soft and tender, amen. He says, I've given you power. I've given you love. Love, amen, that is beyond yourself. Love to be able to help, you know, and reach out to those that maybe hurt you. Love, amen, that causes you to, to do more for others, amen? He says, I've given you love. And he says, I've given you a sound mind. Let me tell you something. God wants you to be at peace, amen? To have a sound mind means that you have a, your, your mind isn't troubled, amen? Your, your mind is singular, amen? The Bible says that a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways, amen? But God's given us a sound mind, amen? A mind that is fixed, trusting in him, and in his word, amen? And there's some things that you can do, amen, to determine where you stand in faith, amen, and to expose and to see if there's any areas of fear in your life, amen? Now, there's three stories that I wanna share with you, amen, that 
we find in the Gospels. And the first one's found in Matthew chapter 8. And if you'll go there with me, we're going to learn something that Jesus was, was bringing out. Amen. How many know there's a lot of things that his disciples learned from him? And how many of you know if you're his disciple, there's a lot of things that you're learning as well? Amen. I know that I have been. Ever since I've been walking with God, there's always a lesson to be learned. Amen. There's always opportunities, amen, for us to do better, amen, to become better for him. But right here in Matthew chapter 8, verse 23 through 27, we see a situation here where uh, Jesus, you know, and his disciples, amen, they, they face a storm. Now, now look at this. It says, and when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea insomuch that the ship was covered with, wa with waves, but Jesus was asleep. And his disciples came to him and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. This huge storm had come. The waves were huge. Let me tell you something. I've been on the Sea of Galilee before, and I've been out there in one of their boats. It is a huge, huge body of water. And it doesn't take much, amen, to make those waves get high. This storm was beating on this ship, but yet Jesus was resting. The disciples, they wake him up. They said, Lord, don't you care about us? We're perishing. Now look what Jesus said. Verse 26, and he said unto them, why are you fearful? Come on, Jesus was with them. Why are you fearful? Let me tell you something. God's not giving you a spirit of fear, so where is this coming from? Come on, who else have you allowed on your boat? <laughs> who else, amen? is with you, amen? If God's with you, where does fear come from? He says, man, where's this fear come from? Look at this. Why are you fearful? O ye of little faith, write that down. O ye of little faith. Notice he identifies the measure of their faith in contrast to the fear that is present. He says, O ye of little faith. Then he arose, rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the seas obey him? Amen. So notice Jesus says, Hey, why are you fearing? He says, Man, you, you just have a little bit of faith right now. Now, let's go to the second story. Mark chapter 4. The gospel of Mark chapter 4. And look at verse 35 through 41. Here we find another storm. How many of the storms of life are going to come? And that's usually when you discover how strong your faith is. This is where what you believe is revealed. And like I've been telling you, in the year 2020, we've seen the quality of people's relationship with God revealed and the quality of their belief system. And I'm telling you, the storms and the challenges that you face as you live on this earth will always reveal the quality of your faith or the absence of it. Now look at this. It says, In the same day, when the evening was come, Jesus said unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him, even as he was, in the ship. And there were also with them other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full of water. It says, and he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. Come on, how many know that's peace? So where there's a great storm going on, but you're settled, amen? Peace doesn't mean there's an absence of conflict. What peace means is that in the midst of trials and tribulations, you are resting. 
Your peace isn't disturbed by what's going on around you because you're okay with knowing that you're going to be all right. God is with you. It says right here that he was resting. And it goes on to tell us this, that they woke him up and they said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Notice behind every great storm, there's going to be a great calm. And there's something that you need to learn from that storm. If you're going to be in a storm, you might as well learn from it. Amen. If you're in a test, you might as well learn from that test or you're going to find yourself there again. Here they are again on the same lake dealing with the same circumstances. And look at how they're handling this situation. Amen. The first thing that they're doing is they're asking, they're questioning if God cares about their well-being. Let me tell you something. Fear can only show up. I'm telling you, write this down. Fear can only be present where there is self-concern. That's it. The moment you start caring about yourself, you know, about your bills, your body, your this, your that, that's where fear, that's where fear is allowed an entrance, is when you start caring about self. Amen? Self-concern always, always invites fear. So they're asking, they're questioning his love for them and how taking care of them. Now look what, look what Jesus says right here. It says there's this great calm. I just feel like I need to say this. You know what, be, you have to understand that every trial that you go through, every bit of trouble you'll ever face, it always has an expiration date. There always comes a time where that thing is gonna end. Amen, it might not feel like it when you're in there. You might feel like that thing might be the end of you. But if you know that God is with you, Amen. That's where faith will sustain you. Amen. It's knowing that you're going to be all right. Amen. They obviously were failing this test. Look at what Jesus's response was to them. Verse 40. And he said unto them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? So we read in the first story in Matthew. Come on. He says, man, you have little faith. God was with them. Jesus was with them. The one that worked miracles Right before they got in that boat, he was with them. And he says, man, he says, you have little faith. Here, he tells them they have no faith. Oh, man, come on. We're, I'm going to take you somewhere with this. Now, let me read the third story I wanted to share with you. Amen. Go back over here to Matthew chapter 8. And I want us to read what happened before that first storm. Matthew chapter 8, and let's look at verse 5 through 10. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lies at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should come under my roof, but speak the word only. Write that down. Speak the word only. Let me tell you something. One word from God can change your life forever. Amen? This centurion said, just speak the word only. And my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I say to this one, go, and he goes. The other, come, and he comes. To my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. Come on, check this out. 
Notice that this level of faith that was being expressed, Jesus said, he, he marveled at it. How many of you know that's pretty awesome if you can make God go, wow, look at that. He marveled at this man's faith. He said right here, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. He says, man, here I see this great faith. He said, and it's not even coming from the people of God. He said, it's coming from someone that's on the outside. He says, man, it, it, it just took him back. He said, so great faith. Oh, man, this is amazing. He says, I haven't seen it. Haven't even seen it among you, you know. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into utter darkness where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, go thy way. And as thou hast believed, come on, your faith, so be it done unto you. And his servant was healed in the self same hour. So let's look at this. You have one situation where Jesus said, you have little faith. Another situation where he said, you have no faith. And then you have another situation where he says they have great faith. Now, Jesus was measuring the fear that was there based on the presence or the absence of their faith. In the first situation, here they are experiencing this storm, but God was with them. Amen? And they didn't trust in that enough, and that's why he said they had little faith. In the second storm, Jesus, come on, what did Jesus tell them before they even set out onto the lake? Now they have a word from God. Amen? Jesus said, we're going to the other side. So it doesn't matter what storm you face. If God said something's going to happen, amen, you just need to rest in faith that it will. It doesn't matter if that boat was going to be turned into a submarine. God told them you're going to the other side. Amen. That's why they had no faith. They had totally abandoned the word that God had spoken to them. And any time you draw back from your faith, let me tell you something. Fear is going to come to bring you failure. Amen. So it's important for us to understand that we don't want to people be a people of no faith. Now, the centurion had great faith. And the reason being is because he understood the authority of the one that had spoke the word. He knew that if I can just get the Lord to say it, then I know that it will be so. That's where God wants you and I to be, at a place to where we take God at his word. What did we learn at the very beginning of this time together today? God has not given us a spirit of fear. But I'm telling you, God loves it when his people have faith. The Bible says that we are the just if we're born again and the just shall live by faith. Amen. And if you're taking notes, write this down. Fear and faith cannot dwell in the same house. Amen. You can't be a person of faith to where you trust God to save your soul. You trust him with your eternity, but you don't trust God to protect you from a virus. You trust that God will save you from your sins, but you don't trust that God can pay your bills. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be like that. So what's your measure of faith today? What's your life looking like right now? Amen. Is your faith strong? Amen. Do you have the kind of faith that makes God marvel? Amen. Are you strong in his word and trusting in what he said? Or do you have little faith? Amen. You believe in him. You rest in knowing that he's there. But man, sometimes you wonder if he cares about what's going on to you. Oh, ye of little faith. Are you that kind of person where you know the word, but you still don't trust God and you have no faith? I'm telling you, if you want to be an overcomer, 
then you're going to have to defeat your fears, the fears that try to come to be yours. You have to overcome them with the word. Amen. You have to learn to stand in faith. Amen. What is fear? Fear is faith, but it's contaminated faith. It's faith that believes for the opposite of what is right. Amen. And again, fear has no place in the life of a believer. Amen. I always tell people this. Fear that is tolerated is faith that's contaminated. You cannot allow fear, amen, to be given a platform in your life. And I know in the hour that we're living in, it's not just that you're having things that are coming against you, amen, to try to get you to entertain the spirit of fear. You have people, amen, that are all around you. Anytime you leave your home, some of you, it's in your home. You got people that live with you, amen, that are gripped by fear. I know some people that haven't left their house since last year because of fear. There's some folks that, man, they'll, they'll get mad, fighting mad with you because you refuse to enter into the fear that they have. And I'm telling you, you have to be able to stand in faith knowing, amen, that there is no place for fear. That if you tolerate fear, eventually your faith is going to become contaminated to where you'll feel your trust in God slipping. And you'll start trusting in other things or other people and what they say more than what God says. Again, fear is contaminated faith. It's faith that's going backwards. You don't want to live by that. Fear shouldn't have a platform, amen? And if you're going to be an overcomer, amen, then you're going to have to put fear to the slaughter. Refuse to fear, amen? Refuse to allow fear to separate you from God and from God having his pleasure which is your prosperity. God loves it when you empower him with, with your, your faith. Amen. When you show God, Lord, I'm trusting in you. I'm believing in you. I can't tell you how many times, you know, as a, as a young Christian, as a young husband, young father, how many times we, we had needs in our home. Amen. If you've got babies, you know what it is to need diapers and baby formula and all these things. And I remember... Facing those tests where Satan would try to get me to fear God's provision. He'd try to get me to fear, oh, you know what, man, you need diapers now. That's the last diaper, you know, and I'd have my tithe. And he'd try convincing me, oh, you know what, God God will be all right with you using the tithe to go get diapers. That's you taking care of your family. You know, you don't want to be a bad husband because the devil will come to your mind. But remember, God's not giving you fear. He's giving you power, love, and a sound mind. And I can't tell you how many times where I refused to fear and I trusted in God's ability to take care of me because his word said that he would, that God would supply all of my needs, all my needs according to his riches and glory. And I would stand in faith. And then I'd turn around and, and I'd have some diaper samples in the mail. <laughs> and then a few minutes later, someone would show up with diapers and formula for us. I can't tell you how many times God did that, groceries. Amen, it was God showing me in the little things that I can trust him for. Now I have to believe the, the Lord for a lot more things. But it was me refusing to fear back when things were smaller. Amen. That causes me to have strength now to where I fear. I don't fear those things. Amen. That the devil tries to bring in because I know that God has proven himself faithful in the little and in the much. Amen. God bless you. I love you so much. And I pray that this word has encouraged you. Amen. I'm telling you, take your measure of faith to the next level. Trust in God, amen? Whatever situations you're facing right now, rest in knowing that God is with you, you're not alone, and that he's gonna come through for you, amen? Be blessed. Thank you for being here today with me, and I look forward to seeing you guys again. 
on another episode of Kingdom Concepts.